a mile rate thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Mile Rate. I'm Dan Maliki, joined by Rob Orber on the back of a, a fantastic night of harness racing at Geelong. I've really loved this week. Um, it was a bit more dramatic last night for various we- reasons, Rob, but it was fantastic entertainment. Oh, look, we've seen some uh, wonderful uh, racing over the last uh, seven days uh, that commenced at Ballarat uh, last uh, Saturday week ago and then, of course, Tuesday at Shepparton and last night at Geelong, a great job by uh, the track staff who uh, prepared that track in immaculate order. We had a beautiful night weather-wise. Uh, it was a balmy night. There was no wind. And did we see some times last night, Danny? Uh, track records were falling left, right and centre. Well, in the first race, they broke the track record. Uh, that was dramatic enough, wasn't it? When the, the horse that was leading jumped the shadow at the 1,200, I think the favourite might have even ended up with a, with a flat tyre, Polly put kettle on. But uh, right from the first race, there was action aplenty. Oh, no doubt. Uh, we started off, as you said, uh, with Julius Shadow breaking the track record of 155.3. And they were just flying all night. Uh, it was just some uh, wonderful performances. The trotters were uh, amazing. We saw some great... Uh, racing, uh, some great clashes, uh, and I can't wait for the finals next week. It's, it's going to be uh, special, and, and they're wide open. There's, there's, there's more than one winning chance. There's four, five, six in the Pacers final. It could be up to eight winning chances. Yeah, and even in the trotters now with Bolt for Brilliance pulling up lame, it's probably opened it up a little bit. There'll be bit. There was a question mark on him coming over here, and remember, there was a question mark on him being fit enough initially Another question mark is there again. He's going to be vetted tomorrow morning and more will come out of that because he has effectively been uh, passed unfit to race until he can clear a veterinary examination. So there's a bit of water to go under that bridge. Um, and that's the first race that we get to, which is race number three, Rob. And we'll listen to the replay. And Andrew Bensley did a sterling job for RSN. I think you talked to every single person that was on track last night and you'll hear from him interviewing Greg Sugars after this replay. They went 28-7 for the third quarter. It's just believed by a metre vacation hill. Bolt for Brilliance is awaiting the run and then came Adele and Swiss Miss into the straight. Sugars is about to press the button on Just Believe. Led three metres to Bolt for Brilliance. The outside Vacation Hill. Just Believe in front. Bolt for Brilliance is sprinting through. Just Believe still in front. Bolt for Brilliance is coming hard but won't get there. And Just Believe goes unbeaten through the heats. Just Believe won it from Bolt for Brilliance. 15 away. Greg, uh, well done. Uh, obviously, you would have sensed Bolt, Bolt for Brilliance behind you. Seven days from the final, how do you sense the moment now? Oh, look, I'm wrapped with this horse. We've, you know, he's ticked all the boxes all the way through. We've had a pretty trouble-free series thus far. So, um, I always thought that was a massive chance. That that's the way the race would unfold. That, um, that there would be a gap big enough for Bolt for Brilliance to drop on our back, and you know, I just had to be quick enough up the lane. And thankfully, I was just in time. Greg Sugar's there after Just Believe goes through the trotting series uh, with uh, a win in all three heats. So uh, he's at the top of his game going into the grand final next week. He's just kept growing, hasn't he, Dan? 27 owners were at trackside to watch Just Believe win last night and were they celebrating? Uh, They've been celebrating all week and they'll be keeping their fingers crossed for a wonderful draw uh, in the final next week. But he returned a mile rate of 2 minutes, 0.9 last night. He led throughout. It was a 73.9 lead time. 
Home in 28-3. One by a half neck from Bolt for Brilliance, who sat behind Just Believe. Greg Sugars was fully aware that he had his main danger sitting on his back. He was able to slow and slow up enough in that mid-tempo to ensure that when he sprinted, it was going to make it almost impossible for Bolt for Brilliance. But he did get within a half neck, so it was a great run by the second horse. Swiss Miss, what a great story for uh, Shane Hoban uh, to finish a place uh, in that uh, heat last night. Uh, Parisian Artiste, just not quite right at the moment. Still wasn't a nice run. Robbie Royale in fifth spot. But uh, just believe, Bolt for Brilliance. They look uh, two very strong winning chances for the final next week. Yeah, but Bolt for Brilliance undergoing a vet's examination as it'll turn out today, Sunday or Monday. So you might well find that the uh, betting on the grand final is suspended until we hear more. Uh, Barry draws take place on Monday evening. So there is more to follow in regards to Bolt for Brilliance who pulled up uh, lame after the running of that race. The second of the uh, Trotters heats last night and Mufasa Metro, a good quality four-year-old, up against the really good quality four-year-old mare in Queen Elida and there wasn't much between them. Off the back in 27-9 for the third third quarter. It's Mafasa Metro Queen Elida the outside's level now into the straight the two big guns it's Queen Elida and kicking on Mafasa Metro. Mafasa Metro regained the lead. He's kicked back to be ahead in front. Queen Elida trying to lift a lot of muscle getting close. Mafasa Metro Queen Elida. Mafasa Metro won it. Mafasa Metro by a nose to Queen Elida. A lot of muscle third all Under you John. Thanks Andrew. It was yeah I'm very happy with him. It was a relief. Bit of pressure early. What did you think there that first 100 metres? Well, it's in a Dominion heat, so it's not going to be easy. Uh, so I knew everyone would be coming out and have a look, and uh, they tested him because, I mean, he he's getting just about bomb-proof nowadays, but when he was younger, he was always a bit suspect. So people got to test him, and they, they, they tested him, but uh, once he gets a bit of momentum, he gets through, he's pretty fast. Andrew Bensley there with uh, John Justice after Mafasa Metro... Uh, he was in for the fight, Rob, because Queen Elida loomed up uh, and looked like she might have had the momentum, and Mufasa Metro, he kicked on really well. Great effort uh, for Mufasa Metro uh, to, and to John Justice. He's qualified two horses for the final. Uh, Mufasa Metro and Hatchback. Uh, young Ryan Sanderson will pick up the drive on Hatchback in the final next week. And Mufasa Metro was able to find the top. Uh, he recorded a mile rate of 21.5, 76.1 lead time, which was a lot slower than the lead time set by uh, Just Believe. 30.5, 30.4. He sizzled down the back 27.9 and 29.1 home. Queen Elida, who was taken off the gate at the start, was eventually able to work around the field and really made it uh, a great contest. Uh, she kept coming at Mafasa Metro, and despite maybe over the concluding stages, uh, she only went down by head. She uh, fought right to the line. She just needs a, a half-decent draw to be uh, right in the finish next week. A lot of muscle, very good run for, uh, for Matty Craven into third. Always ready, he's just kept ticking over nicely through the series. Wasn't too far away, finishing fourth, beating seven metres, and Zaram into fifth placing. But Mafasa Metro certainly uh, goes into uh, the final next week as a major chance, and Queen Elida, uh, she's right in this. Rob, the, the last of the trotting heats, and look, this was all about Majestuoso. He had to stand up, and he did. 
Estuoso travels well off the back. Leads by five metres. Sleepy out wide, gone up to second from Majestic Harry, but Majestuoso raced away. Off the back straight in 28.3. It's Majestuoso out by 10 now. Majestic Harry, Sleepy, Powder Kegs run a big race. Then one overall held up. Into the straight, Majestuoso about 10 metres in front from Powder Keg, Majestic Harry and Sleepy all battling on, but Majestuoso is finding his mojo tonight and Majestuoso is going to be much too good. Majestuoso wins at second powder keg. Andy Gath, uh, you would have watched it from the grandstand. Um, they run a pretty slick uh, lead time compared to the previous. How did you see the race? Yeah, obviously um, he came out the gate pretty good, but the one outside us, he just, you know, didn't try to 100% the first 100 metres and Kate was just a little bit cautious on him, but after that he was okay. Uh, once he found the front, would have been disappointed if he didn't get the job done, but still you have to do it and yeah, he's been Progressing through the series pretty good. He's been pulling up really good. He sort of um, has probably excelled us how good he's come through the series. So, um, but it's nice to get a win under your belt going into the final. So it gives us a little bit of confidence. And trainer Andy Gath talking with Andrew Bensley after the race. Um, I think that's going to give that horse a lot of confidence. And then with what we know, uh, what happened with Bolt for Brilliance, who's lame. It doesn't mean he's not going to run, but there's a cloud over him. Majestuoso getting that confidence, I believe he desperately needed. Um, I think we can factor him in again as being a winning chance. I've no doubt uh, he can win the final. Uh, look, his mile rate was 2.1.2. It was uh, fractionally faster than uh, Mafasa Metro uh, overall. It was 0.4 over the uh, the race journey. Still uh, three seconds. Oh, actually, the gross time for Majestuoso was 3.13.6 and uh, Just Believe 3.13. So it was only 0.6 slower than Just Believe. So if, you, if you're giving Just Believe Bolt for Brilliance a, a winning chance, Majestuoso is definitely a strong winning chance. And he seems to be building through the series. And I don't think there's a trotter in the series that has the same high speed as Majestuoso. I think he's quicker from a point-to-point -point speed perspective, and I think he's building. I think he can win the final. And he is a very good stayer. Believe it or not, in those early days when we used to pot him getting the trip because he'd race too keenly, his record over long trips is excellent. The grand final's over 27.60 next week. Yeah, I think he's a really strong winning chance. 74-4 lead time, which in comparison to the other heats, I just believe went 73-9. Majestuoso went 74-4.5 uh, slower. 31 30.6, 28-3, 29-1. He won by 7.9 metres, defeating Powder Keg, who was really brave. Sleepy's just kept ticking over nicely. One overall, an improved run. Majestic Harry was terrific the way it came out of the gate. But, look, Majestuoso, you know, I, I think he can win the final, Danny. Uh, I, actually, if I had to have a pick right now, he's my pick. Uh, Brittany Graham got uh, her majestic Harry into the final. Brittany was a guest on Cracking the Codes uh, yesterday and uh, we had a lot of fun, a good chat to her. Played out with a, a, a protest there and it was quite dramatic and it was so emotional. The emotion that came out in Brittany was just incredible, inspiring in fact and he gets into the field. This is the final makeup of the uh, grand final for the Trotters. Uh, the field is Just Believe, Bolt for Brilliance, Queen Elida, Mafasa Metro, Majestuoso, Nephew of Sunoco, Always Ready, O Fortuna, Hatchback, Parisian Artiste, Majestic Harry and Sleepy. And the first emergency is Swiss Miss, Barrier Draw, Monday evening. You'll hear it on RSN and it's live on Trots Vision as well. Uh, Rob will get to the first of the, uh, the pacing heats and it was race number six.
Eight. Honolulu Bay runs past the 400 in 27.5 for the third quarter. Leads two metres to Zeus Pro Mac Torrid Saints in third spot. Then on the outside, fourth as they turn for home. Better call me from perfect stride. But Honolulu Bay's in full flight into the straight. He got away on Torrid Saint and Zeus Pro Mac. It's Honolulu Bay nicely clear up the straight. Perfect stride starting to make ground the inside. And Zeus Pro Mac battles on. But Honolulu Bay, he goes all the way through the pacing heats and wins again and beats Perfect stride and Zeus Bromac Torres answered that all week, really, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. No, um, Clayton and Emma have been wrapped with him. He's pulled up. Um, he's pulled up super every single night. So, um, yeah, they're not knocking him around at all. Did you have a query at all going back a week? Uh, no. After the first night, I didn't. No, he, I know he sat outside him at Ballarat, but he he done it really, really good in himself. Um, no, I, I thought he'd back up. No worries at all. Honolulu Bay goes through the Inter-Dominion uh, pacing heats unbeaten. David Moran, who of course won and then lost the Inter-Dominion on protest last year, was there talking with, uh, with Andrew Bensley. He might start favourite. If he draws OK, he might start favourite in the grand final. Well, Danny, sometimes uh, we ignore the obvious uh, thing that's staring at us. Uh, the, the staring point is this horse has been unbeaten through the series. He's the highest point scorer going into the final. He was outstanding in the Victoria Cup. He's had a great seasoning of racing in the last 6 to 12 months. And right now, there is no horse that's in better form than Honolulu Bay. Maybe he's just a clear standout for the final. Maybe he is. He was outstanding again last night. 158.5 mile rate, 71.5 lead time, 32.5, 30.7. So it was a controlled tempo. But what about the last two quarters? 27.5 and 27, the final quarter. He defeated Perfect Stride by two and a half metres. Zeus Bromack, been terrific all the way through the series, uh, got beaten four metres. Torrid Saint was honest. Uh, Alta Orlando showed that uh, early speed. But uh, Onalua Bay, uh, look, you know, the more you look at him, uh, the more you know he, he can, he's got gate speed. He can sit and come from behind. He can do it tough. He seems to tick every box. Uh, David Moran's got a great affinity with the horse. He's going to be really hard to beat. Rob, in the second of the Pacers heats uh, last uh, night, and it was act now. He got a bit keen in the run. He always looked like he was going to win, but the post came up just in the nick of time. Zach now three metres in front. Expensive Ego running second. Too fast, too serious third. Then beyond the light outside the Black Prince. Off the back in 27-4 for the third quarter. And it's Act now on the turn in front of Too Fast, Too Serious. Expensive Ego. Beyond the light gets to the outside. Into the straight. It's Act now the leader. From Expensive Ego. Then Too Fast, Too Serious. But it's Act now clear with 100 left to travel. Five metres in front. Bundoran's out of the pack. It's Act now from Bundoran. Bundoran flies. Gee, made it interesting, Bundoran. This is close on the line. Act now or Bundoran. Great record, so can't do much better. Exactly. Uh, could you sense horses coming out wide? Yeah, I knew something was running on from out wide, but um, he, he sort of actually likes it better if they come up next to him because he likes a bit of a dog fight, so yep. it sort of nearly caught him unawares a little bit. You were running along. You weren't sort of holding up for a grand final next week. He over-raced tonight, Andrew, um, which wasn't ideal. I'd like to have got a bit of an easier run if I could have, but he, he was on the verge of pulling, so you just sort of got to go with him, yep. try and keep him as slow as you can, but at his happy speed. And that Jody Quinlan winning driver. He's a terrific horse act now. He's had a wonderful week.
is it a positive or, or not that you see a horse having his third run within a week and actually get pretty keen in his race? Yeah, look, he got keen. Uh, you know, when you compare him to Honolulu Bay, he went 5.7 seconds quicker overall from a, a, a you know start to finish. So that 5.7 uh, is quite equivalent to a big margin, isn't it? Uh, yeah, look, he's uh, he's had a great preparation. He did get keen last night. He returned a mile rate of 154.9, 70.1 lead time. Uh, but then it was after that where he got keen, 29, 28.9, 27.4, 28.1. He only won by a short half-head, but to his credit, he hung on, and he's had a great preparation. Now, that was probably a harder run. He needs to relax coming to uh, next week for the final. But, you know, you make a good point. You, you, and this is where Honolulu Bay at the moment, he's really relaxed. He had a soft run last night. Acknow probably had a much harder run and he got keen. So he needs to be able to come back a couple of notches if he's going to be able to hold off all the way here. But look, uh, he's going well. He can't knock his form. Bun Doran, who ran second, absolutely outstanding, absolutely flying this horse. He's going to be an opportunist, isn't he, next yeah. week? If he just gets tucked away somewhere and they go crazy, you know he's going to savage the line. He proved it last night. Expensive ego. He's just been solid all the way through the campaign. Uh, the Black Prince and Beyond Delight, fourth and fifth. But look, can't take anything away from Ack now. He ran the time. He's, he's won a couple of heats now. Uh, and he... As far as a physical presence, he, he looks a goods. And look, if he does draw awkwardly and doesn't lead, it might actually suit him. So don't get put off if he doesn't draw as well or doesn't draw to lead. Do, do you know what? I'd actually love to see him draw barrier nine, for example, where he's just in the running line and just follows through. Because maybe if he does draw to front row and he does come out as, as we know he can, that might be his undoing. Rob, the last of the pacing heats and, uh, and Mac Dan was able to dominate. Mac Dan around the final turn after a 27-6 third quarter. I Cast No Shadow gets to the outside, then Pete said so. It's Mac Dan, the leader. I Cast No Shadow within two metres. It's Mac Dan from I Cast No Shadow. Pete said so's running on. It's Mac Dan in front. Pete said so to the inside, but Mac Dan fights. And Mac Dan wins. Mac Dan from Pete said so. <laughs> Great effort by the stable that you work so closely with to win the three paces heats tonight, Mark. Yeah, look, it is a super effort by the stable. Um, they do such a marvellous job with all their team, but, um, you know, this is a big ask, this three runs in a week, so, um, you know, it's a credit to the stable. You were rolling along on Mac Dan. Were you always travelling like you felt you were the winner? Yeah, look, I was. Um, you know, I just wanted to keep him happy out in front without going too hard, and, um, you know, he, he proved that he, he's got a bit of class as well. Mark Pitt and and Mac Dan. Gee, he showed some fight. He showed fight when horses came alongside of him at Shepparton during the week, and very similar uh, last night at Geelong, Rob. And uh, he goes into the grand final in terrific form. Yeah, look, he only went 0.7 slower overall uh, than uh, Act Now, so there was nothing wrong with his run. He went a gross time of 3.04.2. It was a 155.3 mile rate, 68.9 lead time, which was much quicker than the other two uh, heat runners. 29.3.31.27.6.27.4. Mark Pitt, more than happy to uh, not be swapping his drive for anything uh, of uh, the, the runners. So... You know, he's kept building through the campaign, so there's uh, you, you can't fault him. Uh, Pete said so, outstanding. Uh, it's had a great campaign for Kerry Ann Morris and Robbie Morris. I cast no shadow, was solid. Pitch perfect, ran a great race, triple eight into fifth placing. But Mac Dan, 
Look, he's been uh, solid, hasn't he, all the way through to all three heats. What about this um, for the for the pacing series? Nine heats within the pacing series, three each night. Emma Stewart trained seven winners. Jess Tubbs won. Belinda McCarthy won. All nine heats were won by female trainers. Yeah, well, that's uh, that's an amazing record. So uh, you know, uh, Emma and, and Clayton, uh, you know, have done an amazing job with their team. They haven't been trackside for any of the three uh, heats, which is amazing uh, to, to have uh, our leading trainers uh, not being there. Uh, obviously, I'm not sure why. Uh, however, uh, the horses have performed exceptionally well. Well, they might want to spoil that because everything's going so well. This is the final field for the uh, grand final for the Pacers. Honolulu Bay, MacDan, Act Now, Expensive Ego, Bundoran, Zeus Bromac, Beyond Delight, Pete's said so, Naratak Prince, better eclipse, a little bit of a question mark on him because he uh, underperformed, he galloped at the start. Uh, Spirit of St. Louis sneaked in because he was pretty ordinary, really. Um, I Cast No Shadow just got in and Torrid Saint ends up being the first emergency. The uh, final is also over the 2,760 metres. Yeah, I didn't know what to make of Spirit of St. Louis. I've been, um, you know, really uh, sticking up for him. Uh, I thought he was very good uh, on Tuesday night. Last night, you know, Jack Callahan probably lit him up at the start of the race, trying to improve his position at the start and sort of watching him when he got into a really good spot. He did race keenly. He was uh, over racing there for quite a while, but you just don't like seeing horses not finish off their races. Uh, I always uh, recall the great words of the late Gavin Lang. He always used to say to me, uh, always look at how a horse finishes the race and don't get uh, caught up by the times. And, um, you know, that was the bit that probably just rings in my ear. You know, he just didn't finish off the race at all. Totally, totally agree. So a lot to play out through the course of the week. It was a terrific night. Even the uh, card outside of the Inter-Dominion heats was fantastic. The first race on the card, thrill for Rebecca E. She's got a really good horse, Julia Shadow. First up from a long spell. There was a bit that played out during the course of the race, but it was a wonderful result for a horse that can improve off that run. Yeah, ter terrific run uh, by uh, Julia Shadow for uh, Rebecca Reese that recorded a mile rate of 155.3, which uh, set a new track record at the start of the night. Uh, John Luke was second. Uh, Polly put Kettle on in third spot, had to race without cover, carried a flat tie, Duke of Dundee and our Uncle Jim, but it was a good performance by Julia Shadow. 33-1 lead time, 29-1, 28-9 and 29-5 uh, first up and finished off really strong and well done to uh, to Rebecca and, and Kevin Bruff. They do a great job with their team and he's been an outstanding consistent horse all the way through. Rob, race two, it was ultimate, Vinny, and I thought it was just a perfectly judged driver. Uh, there was intent early to lead and once he led, he was always in control, Bailey McDonough and ultimate, Vinny. Yeah, very good uh, front-running drive by Bailey. He took a little bit of a run-up and uh, was able to hold, hold up from the pole position. He did a good job uh, winning. He recorded a mile rate of 153.8, 27.6, 30.5, 27.6 and 28.2 home. He won by nine metres. Hurricane Hustler was luckless, had no luck from the draw, had to go back to last, did an outstanding job. He's a big black booker. He will be winning and winning very soon. Sassiola, another good run. Uh, Lombo Heaven and got to have a hobby. But ultimate, Vinny, two good. Well done to Sam Bark. He's doing a really good job with his team. Uh, great drive by Bailey McDonough and certainly Black Book Hurricane Hustler. Craig Demler's team's going terrific and it was uh, a luckless run last night. Rob, across to race number nine. Interest Free is a very good horse. It's amazing to think he can go around at those sort of odds. Thought it was a brilliant drive, Daryl Douglas. Off the pegs early into a lovely spot. 
He, he had a really good horse too to finish off. Where's the goal? Um, he r- rose in my estimations. I thought his effort was terrific. He started the odds on favourite, but I think he's the real deal too. Where's the goal? But once he got caught without cover, it just made him that little bit more vulnerable. Yeah, look, they win a mile rate there of 155.2. It was a 34.3 lead time, 31.2, 29.5, and 28. It was run at a very fast tempo and interest-free who sat just off the speed. Flash Jimmy was able to work to the front and uh, where's the goal sat without cover. They were running hard and interest-free was just parked in behind them, came to the top of the home straight, pulled out and just finished over the top. It was a great drive by Daryl Douglas. Uh, He's an outstanding driver and good to see him going around a lot more often well prepared by julian glenn douglas to win and he's just a lovely horse where's the goal as you said danny lost no admirers by his performance last night flash jimmy he's son of a gun both were very credible and lightning down in fifth spot but uh, all honors to the winner interest free race 10 it was another good race but firefox once he got to the lead he was able to dominate that first lap there was no pressure uh, and he was too slick for for a very good fight. He's who's continuing to improve, only second up from two and a half years off. Yeah, very impressive win by Firefox. We saw him uh, here uh, in October in that four and five year old championship. Uh, he was able to lead throughout a one fifty six mile rate, thirty five three lead time, thirty one nine twenty nine six twenty six eight down the back, twenty seven eight home. He won by uh, just over under two and a half metres from Fides, who was just brilliant. Uh, second up, Matt Craven. He's done a magnificent job to get this horse back to the track, and he lost no admirers last night. Idyllic third. Good effort. Pacifico Dream also resuming from a long break. Uh, and, of course, Bernie Winkle and Aussie Butler. Look, they, they all went well, but Firefox controlled the race for Jason Grimson and Cam Hart by leading throughout. And I thought it was fitting that Serge Blanco took out the last, the Duffy family, who of course owned last year's winner, Bonsell Benjamin, who failed to qualify for this year's Inter-Dominion Grand Final. But it was a good win, uh, sat behind the leader, and he was very good up the sprint lane. Very good win by Serge Blanco. He's a really nice horse. Uh, He's by Better's Delight. We've seen not a lot of him. He's still got a lot to learn uh, as far as his racing is concerned, but uh, he's got a few little quirks. We saw him uh, break gear uh, recently at St. Arnold, but look, last night he just enjoyed a really good trip on the back of Stravinsky, and uh, he finished off the race well. 155-1 mile rate, 34-6 lead time, 30.8, 29-3, 27-6 and 28, and he came away for a good win over So What. She's absolutely flying for Diane Giles. Diane and Jackie Barker doing a great job. Jillaby Dynamite also a good third. Shorty's mate what did you say in fifth spot but as you mentioned Danny a really good result for uh, uh, the Duffy family uh, you know into Dominion time Bonsell Benjamin and speaking to Ryan Duffy they've retired Bonsell Benjamin. Uh, he's going to be retired now after last night. Rob, uh, you were a busy man. You were the MC on the night, joined by Jamie Rogers. I know you had a lot of fun. Uh, busy weekend for Jamie. She'll be at Werribee today for Tab, but also be great to have her as part of the Breakfast Club on RSN on Monday morning as well. Yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, Jamie uh, worked with us last night. She's done a great job uh, throughout the week. She'll be hosting one of the main functions on Inter Dominion night next Saturday night at Tabcorp Park, where all roads lead to what's going to be a very memorable night. We've got the Inter Dominion back in Melbourne two great finals. We're going to have some great horses competing in what should be a very, very exciting night of harness racing.
And our thanks too to Andrew Bensley, who worked as tirelessly as usual, and also Andrew Cuse, who's fantastic, uh, organised everything that we're involved with, with uh, with the, the harness racing night, Rob. Yeah, look, we caught up with Andrew uh, Trackside, gave a few updates uh, as well with uh, with Jamie and, and to Andrew Cuse, uh, who always looks after us back in the studio, and Craig Rail also bringing all the late mail uh, throughout the night. So it was a great RSN team, uh, and we look forward to uh, to next Saturday night, what should be uh, an outstanding night. We've got a big, uh, big day uh, still ahead of us. Uh, I'm heading off to uh, Echuca uh, for the Gumbauer Pacing Cup. It's going to be a great day there, so hopefully you can join us on uh, RSN. We'll also be part of the Trots Vision coverage and uh, look forward to catching up with you later on this afternoon. A big Inter-Dominion Grand Final week on RSN, and we'll do it all again on the mile rate next Sunday morning, Rob. Happy harnessing, everyone.